Now we're going to get into something that I've been heavily looking into over the whole pat over the past two to three weeks since it started. And what I'm talking about is the biggest thing in pop culture right now: the NBA bubble. And the reason I say this is one of the biggest things going on right now is because a lot of people don't understand how the NBA keeps the world going around like these guys make a lot of money for their teams like a lot and that's why i always go back to knowing what you're worth because if a, a company gives you like one million a deal like if that's the first offer you're definitely worth three to four million like that's just how you have to think so for the nba to come back is huge for espn huge for even disney huge for the world itself because it brings so much revenue into people watching the game of basketball and bring so much revenue to the people covering the game and the people talking about the game like people literally live their lives off of talking about other players so which is not a bad thing i'm just letting you know um first article i have pulled up is the black lives matter the nba put the black lives matter on the court i thought that was pretty cool i'm playing the video right now i don't know if y'all can see it I don't think y'all can see it, but anyways, it's, it's the Black Lives Matter on the court, and it's pretty cool. Even if you, you can probably look up NBA bubble highlights after this video, of course, or watch it and then come back. <laughs> but you could, there's NBA, there's Black Lives Matter on the courts, and you could watch that as they play, like back and forth. You can see it on the court. It's like in the middle of the court, like right above the logo. Like they don't hide it at all. Um, because the players, especially Kyrie, but a lot of players was like, if we're going to be in this bubble, we're definitely making statements for Black Lives Matter. So players were allowed to wear statements on the back of their jerseys instead of the last names, but it won't go into effect until the actual game starts. So right now, if you don't see the statements they made on the back of their jerseys, it's because the bubble is still being, um, they're still monitoring the players because some players are breaking the rules like like two players off the kings supposedly accidentally left the bubble like come on now you know how big the the if you haven't watched the nba vlogs they are in a big complex like you don't just accidentally walk off the bubble anyways even damian lillis said he doesn't trust his colleagues to follow the rules which he was probably talking about the young players i mean i would have a hard time like just no, I actually wouldn't. Like the way they get treated, like the players, they they get treated nice. So, yeah, I'll definitely stay on there. Allegedly, <laughs> um, LeBron James talked about Breonna Taylor after his first game, post game conference, and he was just talking about how her killers haven't been arrested yet. Which he, he said the names. I don't know if I have the names put up on here. I don't think I have them on here. But LeBron was talking about how Breonna Taylor was on his, well, he put Breonna Taylor on his shoes. And, but also she was in his, on his mind and said that he want all the cops arrested and wanted, want her family to know that they're doing everything they can to get justice for her. And what is right is right and what's wrong is wrong. It was a great, like, 
like he even posted on ig after that saying dear brianna i'm sorry this is taking so long basically they're trying to get the killers of brianna taylor arrested and you would think that would be an easy task seeing as lebron speaking on it but like some things are just like people just don't really care like it's just it's crazy how not people don't care the government not government the, the mayor governor i forget what's the name i think the mayor um they, they're calling him they're calling the mayor out specifically because i guess he has the power to do it and i don't even know if that's his right t- title i'm just saying mayor but there's somebody who's specifically involved with the police department and who could actually get them arrested but he just chooses not to for what whatever reason like whatever reason but a lot of politics going into it and politics is not really something i try to talk about too much but as far as my own platform as my podcast and shout out for y'all for listening also like i don't think i do that enough like you could listen to anything in the world and you spend time listening to like my podcast so i appreciate that and that's why i always try to um like i don't try to half do anything like any of my segments of my podcast Anyway, that was just a little, I just wanted to, I went off on a tangent. Basically, uh, the players are talking about Breonna Taylor, Taylor's <clears throat> killers, the police officers. And they're saying the man's name who has the authority to take over, um, <clears throat> take over the case and basically charge the police officers with, I think it's first degree murder. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just know that they should be arrested and a lot of players are speaking out about that which is something that Kyrie spoke on they will lose when the uh, season first came up because he said it would take the focus away which it did a little bit they got into the bubble and started talking about the cafeteria food they was being served while being in quarantine but after they figured out that the cafeteria food was only because they was in specifically because it was quarantining and once they get out the food will get better which it did then the complaints went away and the real issues started to rise so i halfway believe what Kyrie said but at the other time right now it's looking like they're making a bigger making the biggest statement you can make with having black lives matter on the actual court i wonder how long they're gonna have that on the court until they take it off i hope for the rest of the bubble bubble experience but Getting more into the life of inside the bubble and the NBA players. I know a lot of people is wondering about like what do the players do after they play a game and go and do they just go to the hotel room and just sit around? And what I like basically most of these players like they just golf, fish, or they just do some crazy activity because of the fans want them to. Like JJ Reddick was on his live, I think, talking about how he will shotgun a beer if he got 10,000 retweets. Like, that's that's how bored these players are. Like, they're just making random challenges. And so, he had a video talking about that. A lot of players are comparing this to AAU days. And it just feels like, oh, but LeBron, not just somebody. Like, you always got to respect LeBron. LeBron James, Lakers player. Uh, What else? You know, you got to say his all credentials. Uh three nba titles uh three finals mvp uh the goat james (laughs) 
when I said, quote, when I was growing up, you had AAU days and once the AAU season is over, you go back to your respective cities and then AAU season starts back up again. That next spring is like you never left. So basically, he's comparing the bubble to an AAU type setting, which I would definitely see how that's the vibe he gets off is because every time you walk through a hallway or walk to go golf or fish or whatever you could you're bound to run into somebody from another team which could be good or bad depending on your relationship just gonna leave it at that <laughs> like some players some players that's like clander about their life and they meet somebody that they don't like aka jimmy butler and that one dude off of that other team who's irrelevant they met each other i don't know what happened but there's so many cameras and like it's disney world it's like fighting at chick-fil-a like it'd be like like we're at chick-fil-a like why are we fighting like we're at disney world why are we fighting anyways so many players have been posting about fishing paul george had a post about good day with the gang talking about fishing uh javel mcgee is one of the biggest vloggers of the bubble right now along with another 76ers player i forget his name I hate that I forget his name because he's my favorite vlog out of all of them because he actually you could tell he actually does the editing himself well you can't tell but you can tell that he knows what he's doing basically like JaVel McGee is obviously giving all his uh, video to an editor and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they make a vlog and they have to show it to the team PR person before they put it out like you know because imagine JaVel McGee's like talking about something and then he accidentally captures LeBron saying Kawhi's trash in the, in the video like or saying that or giving away like his secret like yeah man the reason I be balling is because I drink orange juice like three times a day <laughs> like something crazy like that so I, I believe they have to run it past their PR team but anyways uh, PJ they talked about PJ Tucker brought us 85 inch TV so, I think the movies are going to be maybe in PJ Tucker's crib or PJ, PJ Tucker's room. Like, movie night is definitely in PJ Tucker's room. 85-inch TV, that's crazy. But, uh, I heard he has, like, crazy shoe game, too. Like, like what I mean by that is that he has a lot of nice shoes. Uh, the, it, and then some of the other, because, I don't know. I think out of this, a lot of people just get that they're just fishing and just two activities. But they say the NBA is providing several activities to keep these players busy while they're not grinding on basketball, trying to get a championship, including including visits to Disney attractions after hours. But that's crazy. You get like a whole, like you get to go to a Disney uh, attraction with nobody there. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, Reddick said the best part is like getting outside and playing some golf. John Morant said bubble life has been good. He said we're here to play basketball to further our mission. We have a responsibility to do. John Morant's always so like, like assertive. Like I, I like the way he plays. But anyways, uh, the 22 teams participating in the NBA's restart are out of quarantine and have. Uh, so this was an earlier, this is a, la a late, not late, but like a past article. 
It definitely has a lot about the bubble. Like a lot of people don't understand what these players are going through in the bubble. Not saying they're going through like something crazy, but they don't understand how they're still living the life of a multi-millionaire athlete. You know, because some of these players got money, like for real. Like LeBron, like come on now, like him being at the bubble, not like jail, but like come on now, like I bet you LeBron got some pretty nice places he will go to before a game. Especially James Harden, if you, you catch what I'm saying, you know, he probably got some places marked down the map whenever he's in certain locations that he can't go to now, now that he's subjected to one location. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the Sixers coach, Brett Brown, was talking about um, bringing back basketball, bring some normalcy. Normalcy. Am I saying that right? I don't know. I'm probably messing it all the way up. Uh, they say teams are slow. Well, the NBA uh, reps are saying teams are slowly getting back into practice mode after four months off. The past four days in Orlando are among the first full team practices since the season was suspended in March 11th. Just think, January, February, March, April, May, June, June. Like three to four months. Like that's four months layoff of just. I mean, obviously, some players were. Let me like let, let me like clarify. Some players was actually putting in work over the break, but not every athlete has access to like a, a huge gym. But like, you don't really need like. There's so many ways to work out nowadays. You, you don't need as much as you think. Like, you could get some type of work in, even if it's not basketball related. But like, you could just go out and run. But let me not get into that. People got to. Uh, Got to pay me. <laughs> now it's like, I feel that they pay me. I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> um, Lakers, Clippers, Raptors, and Bucks. The approach may be different than other teams. Uh, they're talking about the seeding. Nobody cares about that. Everybody knows the bubble. I mean, who cares? Who cares about seeding when you're playing in the same place? Like, Lakers, if I was a Laker player, I would be so mad that the season got canceled this way. Imagine playing hard. 82 games is a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Like that's why play, that's why players get hurt, basically. Like that's why players get exposed in the playoffs because 82 games is rough. Whether you play all of them or not, it's rough. And your, your legs just get beat down to a point where if you're in playoffs still performing the way you were in the regular season, you're that type of play. Like you, you've made it. But... Play, players that had time off to playing in the same location seating does not matter at all it's whoever gets acclimated to the to the climate first so it'll be interesting to see how these teams adjust to the bubble environment and a lot of teams seem like they're picking up with right where they left off like the lakers they're looking really good um the miami was looking okay um coach the the coach for them eric spolstra which i think is an amazing coach he was saying that the road routine is different of course the 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 meals are different of course but there's a nice walking path to some restaurants you know he, he was also bigging it up like being the nba coach you probably can't bash it too much or being an nba player i mean nba players don't care i mean you heard what some of them said some of them was calling the the food the worst they've ever had it was calling it Basically, prison food. 
like I said, a lot of these NBA players was videotaping themselves, like vlogging. Oh, okay, this is the guy I was talking about. This is my the, the favorite, my favorite vlogger in the NBA bubble. It's the Philadelphia player called Matisse Thibault. I'm definitely messing up his name, but Matisse Thibault or whatever. Produced a nine-minute video talking about welcome to the bubble day one. And that was the first one. I think he's on like four right now, so you can watch those. And he um he has like a crate like his vlog is really good. I'm just gonna say that. There's a lot of other NBA vlogs that are pretty good, but his is the most consistently good, you know? Because he doesn't really show too much of the same thing because he knows like that will get boring. So he shows stuff that's exciting like pack opens pack opening interacting with different teammates interacting with Joel and B I don't think I saw him interact with Ben Simmons too much but he actually um talked about a little bit about vlogging and being inside the bubble he said aside from he said quote aside from being able to play basketball games you just made this whole bubble thing worth it let's figure something out when I'm free so basically he was responding some to some YouTubers, so we don't really care about that. But besides that, he usually talks to most of his teammates throughout the vlog. So you get to see like Tobias Harris, uh, Boban, um, who else? Joel and B, like I just mentioned earlier. And it's, it's just a nice experience, like just to be in the life of somebody in the bubble. Like really shows you what they go through and that they don't just do they don't just think about basketball 24-7. Like, they have activities outside of basketball. And, and the vlogs are a good way of showing that their personality, just showing that they're a person just like anybody else. But also on also on Instagram, there's a lot of challenges going around. I don't really know too, too much about that. But basically, that's all I was wanting to get into with the NBA bubble, just talking about the different people vlogging and the different people speaking up on black lives matter and social justice like lebron james is after games and post-game interviews and i think i heard like i don't know if i uh cj mccullum i think i was about to say like bradley bill i always get them confused but basically cj mccullum was basically uh calling out the names that also need to be arrested along with the the mayor i keep saying mayor but i don't know his position the person that's in control that can actually arrest the officers so they they're saying his name like they're saying his name now so that's how specific they're getting so it's just nice to see that i just want to touch on that subject with the nba bubble so